Hello, everybody. It is December 7th, 2017, and you're listening to Talking Games Podcast, and I'm here with Sam Suvak. Hello. And I'm Bobby Shortle, and that's that's it. We're a, we're a two-person two person team this week. I asked before we started this, Sam, if you and I had any beefs that I wasn't aware of because, you know, you are famous for your your beefs. And I, I don't, I don't feel sure. that I don't feel that's an accurate statement, Bobby. Are we in a beef now about this? I mean, I mean, we might be, but uh, <laughs> I give lectures. I, I try to stay out of beefs, though. Uh, okay, I see. I see. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, I have a beef with you guys after listening to last week's show, but I, I want to wait for more of a group setting to do that because <laughs> you're the, do. You're the least of the offenders of, of that whole conversation. <laughs> I really was. I was just an um, innocent bystander on that one. You were. You absolutely were. Um, it was really Matt, really was Matt who was driving the, the, the shenanigans and the BS. And then Kelsey was, Kelsey was kind of being like, oh yeah, I don't know. And then just coming in there with like (laughs) snipes out of, out of nowhere, just (laughs) massive, massive digs out of nowhere. She could be surprising. Yeah, I know. And and I texted her while I was listening to it. I was like, Kelsey, I can't believe you. (laughs) I can't believe you. She told me, she told me to, you know, cover my ears, but. I can't. When, when I hear cover my ears, I'm gonna not cover my ears because I need to know what's what's going on. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, there was some uh, preliminary game of the year talk last week. Uh, <laughs> Shit talk, you might say. Shit talk, you might say about oh maybe my favorite game of the year, which wasn't very nice. But we'll we'll get we'll, uh, we have a whole we have a whole multi-hour episode dedicated to me taking you guys on in, 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 in for those things. So I'm not really worried about it. Um, and it's you know from like Matt who's never done it before. It's a it's a little uh, he's really better get his shit together because yeah that's what's so funny <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'm busy just trying to play through the games that I need to catch up on. Um, I am ooh, more than halfway through Route C in Near Automata. At oh, this then point. you're way almost done because that's you, a pretty short route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I. It's an interesting, again, I don't want to get, we're going to talk so much about that game, I think, when we get to Game of the Year, because it's going to be, there's so much to talk about with the game, both in a story perspective, but also just in a, wow, this game has, like, crazy highs and lows in it, like, as far as the way it, way it's put together. But for mm-hmm. me, I felt like, I feel like the game has an interesting sort of ebb and flow, which is that it starts out, and when it starts, it, it doesn't, it seems very, I think, surface level. You know, it just seems like <clears throat> like a, a an action game where you're mashing buttons and, and beating up robots. And then probably about three or four hours in, it you go like, whoa, there's something else going on in mm-hmm. this game. And then it's sort of a nice, like, it's 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 a good experience as far as revelations go, especially the end of all of the routes. There's always like, they're always like, oh, and here's 15 things you didn't know about the world. It completely changes <laughs> your opinion about it. Um, but I did feel like Route B, which if people don't know, Route A, you play as 2B, um, and Route B, you play essentially the same story again, but as the secondary character 9S. Um, and I felt like that route, while it has probably some of my favorite moments in the entire game, I felt like was a little bit... Like, sometimes I was like, do I really need to do this thing again? Like, mm-hmm. could we just, like, skip to the parts that are different? Because yeah, there were times would, where it's, it's, like, it, it's like... It was way too long. It just kept going. Yeah, it was like, oh, I have to do this fetch quest where I have to bring, like, a 
like a filter to the robot <laughs> village, and then that robot's like, oh, I have something for the the head of the the resistance village. You can go back to them, and you bring it back to them, and they're like, oh, good, now you can go back to see Pascal again at the robot village. And I'm like, I, I, I why am I doing this again? There's nothing different. Um, but the stuff that is different is really cool, and yeah. I have to say, I think I like 9S more than 2B. Yep. I'm, I'm a 9S man. Mm-hmm. Um, or nines, as his friends calls him. Yeah, that's so cute. I love <laughs> it. <that>. Is. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I'm so. And then after Route B is over, you play Route C, and Route C is totally different. It's a totally yep. different game. Um, same locations for the most part, but a totally different game. And, and that's totally cool. worth it. Yeah. Yes. Totally. I mean, Sam, you you played it a, a while ago, right? At this point. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I know Justin has as well. And so, and I'm late to the party as far as like the conversation goes with this game. Cause most, most of the people I know who have played it have already had their conversations about it, but I'm looking forward to game of the year. Cause it'll be a time where we can have a safe space to just talk all yeah. about near automata. Um, yeah, you it's should cool. talk with Hugh because I believe he's been playing it as well. So he would have some stuff to talk with you about. Oh, cool. Good, good, good. Yeah. He, he had told me he was starting it. Last time mm-hmm. I t- when I talked to him, but I, I don't know how I didn't know how far he'd gotten. Um, there are some crazy revelations to it, and it definitely plays on the ideas of like what are we fighting for type yeah. of type of stuff. And, and it, it's been interesting. It, it's it's a very different game, and I don't want people thinking that I'm me by saying this. I'm spoiling anything in near at all because I'm not. Um, but it reminded me in some ways of sort of some of the stuff that happens in Hellblade, like the some of the story and character stuff in that game sort mm-hmm. of right me, near remind me of that game. Um, I, yeah. I can see ways. why you're saying that. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get, I don't want to say in detail cause I don't want to spoil no, yeah. either one of yep. those games for anybody, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been, I've been enjoying it though. You know, it's it, route B was definitely a slog. I was just kind of like, mm-hmm. I just want to get through this r- r- right now and see the stuff that everyone is talking about. Um, and it was a double-edged sword because I was only pushing through it because of what everyone had said about the game. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't know what everyone said about the game, I maybe I would have been in the moment more with the other mm-hmm. parts of the game. But I just yeah. I and I, I and I I played the first I played Route A on normal, and then on Route B I just put it on I just put it on easy because <laughs> I was like I don't want to die. In the, in yeah, this game. well, I'd already heard the stories about it before I played, so I just started the whole thing on easy because I didn't want that first boss to die and have to do it again. I'm like, fuck no, I'm just playing on easy all the way through. So, yeah, that's a good life hack for anybody who <laughs> hasn't played Near Automata yet. Even mm-hmm. if you're not going to do it for the rest of the game, rest of the route A for the beginning of your playthrough, just put on the auto dodge at least because. Mm-hmm. There's a part with a boss where if you just go the wrong way, he's going to kill you automatically, and there's no safe point at that point. You have to replay, like, 35 minutes of of gameplay, which includes, like, unskippable cutscenes and, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, it's a very fascinating game, and I can't wait to talk about it um, in, in depth with everybody together. Um, I think that's going to be one of the more interesting both if it gets into the top ten and where it places in the top ten, because I think there's going to be a lot of a deep conversation. about it um what have you been playing sam so i tried out this game called ode um it's ubisoft it's 4.99 and you buy it just on uplay their online pc uh platform and it's really interesting because it's it's like this magnificent magnificent sound and visual 
kind of journey. Um, so you're like this little guy in a kind of hamster ball looking thing and you're rolling around. And as you run into different parts of the scenery, it'll cause different sounds uh, to happen. And so like as you're going, you're kind of uh, making a song that is the soundtrack to to the game. Um, and it's the colors are so vibrant and everything just looks amazing and it sounds amazing. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And it's it's really, I really liked it. I started off, I really liked it. My problem was uh, it's keyboard and mouse only. It doesn't have controller support. Oh. So that automatically puts me at a disadvantage because I'm not very good at that. Um, and then, like, I would have really liked it to to just be focusing on that experience and having fun that way. But it starts to get a little puzzle gamey. Um, and there's different mechanics. And so you have to navigate and do things a certain way. Uh, which it's it's okay. It would have been a lot easier if I'd had a controller, um, but that was okay. But then I got to a part where I just got lost and I couldn't find where to go to get out of this level. <laughs> and there were not any helpful videos online yet because this game just came out. Um, so I found like just one video of a playthrough and like I watched this guy and he's like in my area doing this stuff and I'm like, okay, and to go this way. Nope, that's not it. And like he kept trying all these different things and then I guess he eventually gave up because the video just stopped. He never got through the level. So um, I, I stopped as well. I, I just didn't have the, the fortitude to, to keep at it. Um, but it was really cool. I mean, it's, it's a pretty neat concept and they execute on it very well. Uh, if I could just get past that that point where I was lost and stuck, then I, I would have kept going with it. But uh, but I'd recommend it, uh, especially if you're better at puzzle type games and you could probably figure it out better than I could. But uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool. So you um, you've also been playing Life is Strange, and and I know you talked about it a little bit before. But mm -hmm. did you you played episode two? I haven't played episode two yet, so I'm oh, very okay. curious about what you think of it. Oh my god, I love it so much. I love this game so, so much. Uh, the second episode was just, I mean, even better than the first. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little surprised at the timeline that Before the Storm is doing, because um, it's, it seems to be like going through things pretty fast, and I thought it would be like a longer, um, like this would be like, you know, weeks or months in the life, but no, it's, it's still, it's going pretty fast. Um, but I, I just don't want to say too much since you haven't played it, but I'm really excited for episode three. It comes out December 20th. Um, I may have already told my boss that I'm probably going to have to take off that day to make sure I have time <laughs> to play it since we're going to be doing the podcast that night. You know, I want to have time to play it. Um, but like, here's the thing, Bobby, like I would really like, I mean, people, people probably know what happens in the first game. So like... I don't want to like spoil things, but whatever. Like I would love if before the storm ends at a spot where it looks like it's a happy, happily ever after type ending, because like, I mean, I know what's going to happen later, but like if, if this just like went ahead and stopped it there, you know, there's going to be people, some people who will just play before the storm and never play the original game. And then like they there'd just be this, this reality that they get to live in where they think like everything's, everything's all good and it's happy. And that would make me really happy because I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of sadness going on. Yeah. I just got, oh, Bobby, the, the, the soundtrack. 
for both games, really, but especially for Before the Storm, it's just so good. Like, it starts playing and I immediately start getting sad just because it's so beautiful, but also sad. So it affects me pretty well. And it's just, oh, God, it's such a good game. I don't know. I can't wait to see what happens. Although, really... I mean, I kind of don't want to, but I do. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's going to break your heart. I don't know. I don't know. You're living in a fantasy world if you think the <laughs> game is ending in a happy note. I, well, like they, I mean, we know what will happen later, but they don't have to show it. They could give us, like, let, let us have this time where, like, Chloe got to be happy for a while. Like, that would be so great. Oh, my God. I'd love it. I have this distinct, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure if they're going to go this far with it, but I always thought they would end it where the first game began like you'd see chloe walking into that bathroom like that's that's what i that's from her perspective like that's what that's kind of what i always thought was gonna was gonna happen mm -hmm. but i could be wrong i mean if they do that then they're gonna have to i mean jump ahead in time yeah i mean i mean i think they they might do like a you know like a a epilogue or something okay um, to the last episode Uh, did you did you hear that um for that bonus episode uh, that Ashley Birch and Hannah Tell yes. are coming back, which is really cool. I know. And like, here's the thing. Cause like when I bought before the storm, uh, I didn't buy like the deluxe. So I didn't like go ahead and get that extra episode because I was like, it's about max. I don't care <laughs> like an asshole. And now I'm like, God damn it. I'm going to have to go buy that. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, watching the credits for the second episode and apparently Ashley Birch was helped out with the writing on before the storm like yeah. she was consultant for the the character and the, the, the dialogue to make sure that chloe was authentic and i thought that was so exciting that's just fantastic that she still got to be involved that way yeah it's great so, i it's, it's it's a real shame that they went and had made the game without yeah. them in it just because of i know it was because of the voice actor strike and you know it, it, it's just a shame because she's so that character to me in so yeah. many ways the girl the, the girl's playing her now is good she's she, she's she is a good voice actress but when i think of chloe i hear ashley birch's voice you know yeah. to, to the point where i hear ashley birch and other things i go oh that's chloe that's how i yeah. think of like in horizon i'm mm-hmm. like oh chloe is doing a great job in this game she's really good with the electric bow fighting the robot dinosaur um, well, and, and I'm I'm the opposite because like I played Horizon first, uh, uh, okay. so like she that's like her she's the quintessential Aloy always first. So interesting, it's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I'm 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 gonna definitely play both of them before we do Game of the Year stuff. Um, it, it's that's a kind of game that's a game I play with my wife, and we don't mm. have a lot of shared <laughs> yeah. gaming time yeah. where we're not exhausted right now. So, but definitely that'll be a, a thing. You know, maybe one of over the holidays, we'll, we'll finish up episodes two and three. I'm happy they're all coming out before the end of the year. Yeah, um, that's that's great. Um, yeah. Um, and how are you liking Wolfenstein two? Um, so I finished Wolfenstein two, um, and like while I was playing through recently, I was like, well, there's there's things that it does poorly, like that map and that navigation are just horrible. Yes. But um, so I got to the part where I got to pick which type of power armor I wanted and I got uh-huh. the ramshackle mm-hmm. where I can just like ram into things and like that was literally a game changer for me because like I'm really bad at shooting in Wolfenstein 2. I don't know what my problem is. It's just, oh, it's off. It's horrible. I can't. <laughs> I'm not good. It's worse. Um, but with this thing, 
I can just run into enemies and like either knock them down or kill them straight out. And that is something that I can do no problem. <laughs> so once I got that, I had a lot more fun because I was just like knocking people down, killing people left and right. I was like, this is the way to go. <laughs> um, and while I was doing that, I was noticing like on the right hand screen, like it would say, oh, you got another ramshackle kill, like eight of 10, you're at level two or whatever. Um, and so I, like, that was like the first time I actually paid attention to that. And I went in and looked at all my stats and I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like it just like, as you're doing stuff, it keeps track of it and notifies you when you're doing well. And like there are certain games that are, are not doing things well like that, I would say. Uh -huh. Battlefront, um <laughs> and so like this one just made me feel good and like these these stats like mean nothing but like just seeing them go up as i'm getting these kills like makes me feel good and it's just like a game that can make you feel good for no reason is pretty fantastic so they did a really good job with that um they had some really great cutscenes, uh -huh. and the end like really got me pretty excited pretty pumped up they did it well and then, like, there was a the cutscene in the credits that got me kind of choked up, a little emotional. <laughs> um, but overall, I kind of, um, I wasn't, like, super emotionally invested in the game. And I think I just, I don't really care for BJ Blazkowicz as a character uh, oh, really? that much. Really? Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. I know, it's okay. weird. Um, and I think part of it is just his voice like the way he always talks with that it's like that whisper and it's it's deep and he's always so he's so troubled with things um, oh yeah he's right i'm gonna i'm, I'm on my way out Danya. exactly Thanks and for like giving me your wings <laughs> you do that well Thank um you. <laughs> but yeah so he's the the kind of guy who you know has to deal with everything on his own and he wants to protect people so he doesn't tell them things and keeps it blocked off and it's just you know he's just not super relatable to me and I was thinking like you know if if I had played this game from Anya's perspective like I think I would have been much more into it um like a lot of just this year has has shown me how many awesome uh female protagonists there are in games and it's just nice to have that and I kind of want it all the time now yeah. So, so yeah. understandable. <laughs> uh, so yeah, overall great game, but uh, not really my cup of tea. So it's it's been a, a very fascinating year to me for games like Wolfenstein, and I'll, 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 I'll for me I'll even put Near into that category, and somewhat for me too, um, Hellblade into that category, which are games that I am hugely invested in their narrative and character mm -hmm. decisions but could really do without having to actually play the game part of them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, like, like um, all of them to me are, none of them are bad to me. All of them are fine to me, but like Wolfenstein is an okay shooter. Like it's a good, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a fine shooter and it's fun to dual wield shotguns and, and giant guns and, and run around. But like you said, in every level, I feel like I, I get lost. I feel like every single level the geometry and the the pathfinding is is terrible. There's like, no way to know where you're supposed to go. It's horrible. Yeah, like there, there's nothing, and and that's the for me when I'm playing Wolfenstein too. I'm just waiting for the next cutscene to mm -hmm. happen, and I'm not done with the game yet. I'm, I'm going relatively slowly in it, but like there have been a couple of moments where my jaw has been like on the floor. <laughs> you know, there's like mm -hmm. there's the moment where you go into outer space. 
to oh, do a no. do a thing, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I, my jaw was on the floor the entire time that scene w- w- was going on. So it, it it's it does amazing things, and then when I have to run around and play the shooting, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna do this, and, ho- and hopefully mm-hmm. it's not that long. That's kind of how I feel about it. Um, and I felt that I, way. I felt that way about Nier, and I feel I felt that way about when I was playing Hellblade too. So yeah. it's, it's an interesting year for that for me. Well, and I'll say Wolfenstein 2 did an excellent job of making their easiest mode super easy enough. Like, yes. Because I would not have gotten through that. I would have gotten so angry if I kept dying, having to deal with these things. But I died very infrequently um, because it was it, the easy was very easy. So I appreciate that and applaud them for doing a good job with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. They have a ton of difficulty options and they did a good job mm-hmm. with all of them. Yep. Um, so absolutely. And what about Assassin's Creed? Uh, you've been, you've been really knocking them back, Sam. Yeah, man. I I was getting stressed out. I'm like, I got to get these stuff done. (laughs) Uh, so I actually just started Assassin's Creed last night. So I'm only a couple hours into it. Um, and I talked previously about how I was super excited about this game because like I wasn't previously excited for it. I didn't care about another Assassin's Creed game, but then I'd heard so many people talking about how great it was and how much fun they were having. So I started to get psyched up. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm going to try it. It's going to be fantastic. Um, so I started it and it's like, it's, it's good, but it's only, it's, it's not as exciting as I thought it would be. And I mm. think part of the problem is just, I built my expectations up too much for it uh, because it's a pretty good game. Um, but like the, the style of fighting, which is in my opinion, actually pretty similar to, uh, Hellblade, Mm. but I liked Hellblade's combat so much better. Like it just felt more natural and I was able to maneuver and do it better, which maybe I'll get better at the Assassin's Creed version. Um, and then, you know, it's nice to be able to shoot the arrows, but I'm like, but in Horizon, I can use my focus to slow down time and aim better. So it's unfair, but I'm comparing it to all these other games um, that I liked parts of better. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, I mean, so far, it seems like a, a good game. My, my fucking horse never comes when I call it, Bobby. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. I whistle for it. It never comes. Um <laughs> So I don't know what's up with that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I haven't gotten eaten by any uh, crocodiles or hippos yet. Okay. But I'm keeping an eye out for it. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, but like, so as soon as I played it and was like, okay, this is, you know, not like super great for me. It's just fine. I suddenly like relaxed and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll just play this at my own pace when I want to, I can go play some Persona 5 now if I want to. I'll just yeah. take my time and do what makes me happy without having to feel the pressure of, of getting things done. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, it's it's such a funny, right? It's, this is your first year doing this, and, mm-hmm. it, and it completely changes your mindset on the way you, you like, deal with games. Because yeah. yeah. the moment I play something and I realize it's not going to be something that I'm going to, like, <laughs> put in my top ten or fight mm-hmm. for a top ten or want to, like, know enough about where I have to fight against somebody to keep it out of the top ten, I'm like, yeah. I can stop playing this now. It's not yeah. – there's no point in playing it anymore. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, the, the, it's, it's such a funny – it's such a funny thing because yeah. it, it just changes the way you deal with everything. Um, yeah. And it makes you feel – it makes you feel like you need to keep – going from game to game to game i still have to, i haven't cracked evil within two yet and i need to um i mean 
I'm not going to be fighting for that one, FYI. So. Right, well, but Just, I still want to. But... I want to know about it. I want to. I want I wo- I to play it. So I, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe I want to fight for it, Sam. Maybe I'll play it and hey, fall in love with it. Go um, for it. Though I, I think I already know what survival horror game I'm going to throw my weight behind in this year's yes. pool. So <laughs> if there can be only one, it's probably yep. not going to be Evil Within yep. 2. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and so for me, it's been mostly near um, uh, a little bit of Mario. I'm kind of just doing some moons here and there. I finished Golf Story, finally. Um, much stronger beginning than there was an end to it. Um, so that's a game that I'm not going to campaign for so if anybody was thinking about playing it for that reason you don't have to worry about it um so good that, to know there's that uh, it's a it's a very charming fun game but it's just it's it's i think too long for its own good and it it wants to have a charming cute story as well as be a kind of cool like throwback golf game but at a certain point they they put time into the story but it's neither clever enough nor I think affecting enough for it to sustain itself. You know, at the point yeah. at the end, I was just like, let me just get to the end and finish off this golf stuff and then be done. Um, but, but a cool game. And nonetheless, uh, I've been, I've been playing some, when I, ha- when I know I only have 20, 30 minutes to play something, I've been playing some sports titles, mm-hmm. NBA 2K18. I've been putting some time into it's the first basketball game I've played. since like NBA live, 2001 or something oh, wow. so, so it's been a long time since i played like a real basketball game i played you know like nba jam and, and stuff like that since then but uh it's the first time i put some time into a real basketball game and it's definitely been a learning experience i am <laughs> stone cold terrible at that game but my, my <laughs> i'm very excited about the basketball team i like in real life so it kind of made me want to play it and it was on sale during the black friday so I, I got that and i got madden um, I, okay. I, I want to break in the story mode of Madden, but I haven't just have, just haven't done it yet. Um, I heard the story mode is pretty cool actually in it. So I want to, I want, I want to try it out, but I mean, I played Madden mostly every other year since I was 10. So it's not, a, it's not <laughs> a huge departure for me on that one. And I've been playing, uh, a game called HQ. Uh, I don't know, Sam, if you've heard of this. Well, uh, I've heard about it, but I don't get to play it because oh, I don't you're... have an Apple product, oh, which is okay. sucky. Now we know. Now we can. Now you'll go on I the mean, list of non-Apple product users. I mean, why? Why don't? I mean, everything is available for Apple and Android. Why would they decide this wouldn't be? I don't. It is coming to Android. It's supposed to come out soon. Well, they need to get on that. Um, uh, but HQ for people who don't know is this live quiz show on your phone um it's only at like for me it's 3 p.m eastern and 9 p.m eastern um and you open up your app at that time and this comedian named scott rogowski pops up on your phone sometimes it's sharon but most of the time it's scott and (laughs) he tells you terrible jokes and asks you trivia questions are Uh, they puns does he tell puns he definitely does some puns but it's not even like it's not even like oh Bobby's annoyed by puns in general, so he's <laughs> bothering him. He's terrible for the most part. Um, he's terrible in like sort of like a, a, a charming way, but yeah. but he spends like the, the intro. He, he, I think it's it's so they can like you know allow people to join the game before they actually start. Oh, yeah. But his intro is so long every time, and so I have to like mute him while the intro is going on <laughs> until the question comes up. But yeah, you get 
it's multiple choice. There's, there's 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 three answers for everything, and you pick which one you think is right. And if you answer all twelve correctly, you win money. And there's money prizes. Uh, they range from like these. They used to be like five hundred dollars, and the high was like fifteen hundred dollars. And now I don't think it's less than like fifteen hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. And then it goes up as high as like I think they had like a twelve thousand dollar prize. Um, wait, wait, wait. So does everybody if everyone who gets all 12 right gets no 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 they split it you split it so yeah so you know it depends on how many people actually finish um so you know if 300 people finish and it's a 1200 dollars prize you know you're not you're not making a ton of money from it but it is free um and most of the time i'm playing it for five to ten minutes at max yeah but it's fascinating because i won't I won't sit down in front of my television at a certain time to watch a show that I love. <laughs> and this thing is like appointment television on my phone. Um, it's cool. Well, but it's, it's a lot easier to have it just on your phone, though, because you True. just pop it out and you're ready to go. You don't have to stay stationary. You can take it while you're like walking through the house doing stuff. So it makes it more convenient. It's true. And my, my wife and I play together. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a couple of friends who play. And um, we were always texting each other after the fact, being like talking about which <laughs> questions knocked us out. It's cool, you know. It, it, I love trivia. I love game shows. So it, it's it's a neat little thing. I do feel a little bit like I'm in an episode of Black Mirror or something, like when I'm playing it, because <laughs> <laughs> it's like this man just talking to me on my phone. Um, Wait, do you see like a live action video of him while he's talking, or is it oh just his yeah, audio? yeah 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 yes, it's like a okay. video stream of him. Wow. So, yeah. Yes. Um, he's like in front of like a green screen, obviously, because there's like weird, like looks like almost like lava lamp background stuff going on behind him. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun and it's like a phenomenon right now. Like when I first started yeah. playing, I'd heard, you know, listen to a couple of video, a couple of video game podcasts I listened to. They talked about it. They mentioned, it. I was like, oh, let me check this out. And when I was started playing it, like it was like in the low, like low thousands, like it would be, that would be like a good oh, game. Wow. Like if like you made some good money off of those then before everybody <laughs> got in on it. If if like a couple, th- but the money was much lower too at that oh, point. Oh okay okay. Um, so like if it was like oh there's six thousand people in the game that was like a lot, and mm-hmm. then it just now it's like if there's less than two hundred thousand people in the game, oh, it, wow. it, you're like oh wow it's a, it's a down game for them right now. Um, so yeah it exploded because he the guy was on like Good Morning America and you know they it's been featuring all these like. Um, websites and, and magazines now so it, it's it become sort of like a, a phenomenon which i'm sure it means it will burn out and by the time it comes to android it'll be over <laughs> probably <laughs> uh but it's, it's like a fascinating concept and, and it's really cool um i don't know if people remember this but on the xbox 360 for like a short period of time they had a a, a live one versus 100 uh like game like with the with the avatars and you it was certain times and it would be live and there'd be a live host and if people remember one versus 100, it was like a game where one person got to go sit in this hot seat and like the other people were kind of playing against them to try to make them lose. Um, and they were trying to, and they, but person in the hot seat had a chance to win money. So you all join in, the 100 people could join in and then they'd pick somebody randomly from those people and they'd be on the hot seat and then you'd be playing against them. And it would happen and it was very revolutionary at the time. Um, and this reminds me of that in, in, in a lot of ways just because of how how appointment it is and the fact that it's live and stuff like that but it's a it's a cool little thing and, and i recommend if you have an iphone try it out because it's it's pretty cool um, or and if iP- you don't you're just yeah. shit out of luck yeah or an ipad i guess <laughs> i guess if you have an ipad you can play it too um 
But yeah, that's that's what that's what I've been doing. Um, kind of, it's an interesting weekend for video games right now because we've got the Game Awards coming up on Thursday. Uh, today, well, if you're listening to this, the day it came out today, um, and then we have PSX this weekend, uh, PlayStation Experience. In the past, PlayStation Experience has been uh, a pretty big deal because they've usually they've announced a lot of stuff um, at it. They've already said this year that it's not going to be as big a deal this year because they announced a lot of stuff at Paris Games Week. Uh, this year um, and a lot of what was going to happen there uh, what would have happened at PSX happened at Paris Games Week so usually it's like a three hour long keynote on, on Saturday afternoon and now I think it's an hour on Friday night um, that oh, they're wow. doing yeah so uh, we were going to get into it a little bit but after looking it up I even said to Sam I was like there's not much to talk about because I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to talk about too much I think you'll get Last of Us 2 footage I, I think you'll probably get your first Maybe your first real trailer for Last of Us 2. Yeah. Um, that's the only really big thing I can think of. And I'm sure there'll be a couple of indie things that we don't know anything about. Um, well, and I think sort- people are pretty excited just to hopefully get the release dates for uh, God of War and possibly mm. Spider-Man. I've heard people getting real excited about those. So. True. Yeah, that's a good point, Sam. Yeah, I, I think absolutely that we'll get release dates for those games. They'll drop some indie game. They'll be like, oh, this game is available right now. And you'll have an indie game to play. Um, last year, I think it was Let It Die was the game that um, oh, yeah. that, that came out w- w- when the, the show premiered. Um, I usually do something like that. And I think they'll probably show off some of their indie titles, uh, maybe maybe some stuff that's not on the PS4 yet that's coming to it, stuff that maybe was on just on PC or something like that that they're, that they're going to bring over. Um, who knows? I mean, you won't you won't hear anything about the really big ones this year that haven't been on PS4. Like You won't hear anything about Cuphead or PUBG. I think those are going to be... Microsoft exclusives for at least a year, um, mm-hmm. but you might see some Red Dead Redemption Two stuff, possibly you know, maybe a trailer or something. But I think it's going to be very low key. I think it's going to be more more footage probably of stuff we already know about, like Spider Man, mm-hmm. like God of War, um, and maybe a few indie announcements. But I think that's really going to be it. I can't I can't see them doing much more in that hour. Do you think they'll do much for Monster Hunter World since it's having its uh, beta this weekend as well? Oh, uh, yeah, they'll probably do a trailer and probably be like, oh, and you can, you know, join the beta this week. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. That, that, that's probably a very good call because um, I think that they have a chance to – I think that the audience that would watch PSX is exactly the audience that I think they want to get into that game. Uh, yes. For sure. Well, and the beta is only open to PS Plus members, so. Oh, okay. So yeah. there you go. There yep. you go our special club of millions mm-hmm. that we can get in there. Um, <laughs> it, and it, it, so the, the monster hunter world, uh, beta, anybody who has a PS plus can play it. You don't have to yes. pre-order the game or anything. Nope. Nope. Okay. All right. That's cool. That's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about the game. I've never played a monster hunter game. Really. I, I played a little bit of, I think the Wii one when that one came out. Um, but I, but I've never played it. So I'm, I'm excited to try it out. The idea of it has always been very cool to me. Yeah, I've never I've never played one either. Um and I mean one thing that I've learned about this one, uh I guess you get a little small animal companion helper mm-hmm. creature. Yes. And I'm pretty excited about that. So, <laughs> I just I'm really excited about this beta. We've got a little companion and then uh PS Plus people, once the game launches, get to play as Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. So, it's going to be fantastic. 
Yeah, that that is that is a, a very cool thing as as well. Um, yeah, I'm excited to try it out. Uh, and the only the only thing I think that could possibly be at the PSX thing that would be a big announcement or a big show that would really get people excited is the possibility of showing something from the Final Fantasy VII remake, which has been pretty dark since last year. Um, so uh, we don't know what's going on with that game, how in trouble it might be because of. I assume it's in trouble just because, <laughs> um, but I, that's something they big they could do. And if they ever, ever, ever show anything from this supposed Resident Evil Two remake that is supposed to be happening, oh, um, I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, it was it was around the time that they remade they put out that remake of Resident Evil One on PS4 mm-hmm. and Xbox One, and it did really really well, um, and people were really excited about it. And then the producer of the Resident Evil series did just like a like a live stream. It was just him like talking to a camera, basically. Mm-hmm. And he announced that they were going to do a, a full remake of Resident Evil 2. So it, Resident Evil 1, it was easy because they'd done the GameCube version. So they had already up all of the um, the backgrounds and stuff like that. But they never did that for Resident Evil 2. So they're gonna ha- they would have to re- redo every, all the assets. Okay, let me just tell you, I got briefly real excited there for a second when you said there would be a Resident Evil 2 remake, because I thought it was going to be like a complete overhaul, and it would be like the same story, but done with like fantastic graphics, and (laughs) you know, maybe, maybe, maybe first person, maybe third person, whatever, something really like modern and cool, but now you're talking like just, you know, upgrading but it's still going to be what it is. Well, did and you that... play the Resident Evil 1 remake for PS4 and Yes, Xbox and one? that's why I'm disappointed. Because... Oh, you didn't like that? Oh my god, no, I'm not good at games like that. Like the oh, old okay. school games where you have to like use the controls that are so hard. And let me tell you, Bobby, um, I had Resident Evil 2 for my Nintendo 64, and I couldn't survive two minutes in it. It was horrible. And I was just like so sad because I wanted to get into Resident Evil. Um, And so that's why it was such a big deal for me when I was finally able to play successfully Resident Evil 4. Uh, Mm. So Resident Evil 2 kind of is like a little bit the bane of my existence. Okay. Well, to be fair, the N64 version of Resident Evil 2 is the absolute worst version of Resident Evil 2, 100%. (laughs) Well, that makes Uh, me feel better. (laughs) Um, But but in in the remake of Resident Evil 1, you could switch the controls to more, to just like regular old third person controls. Um, so they weren't like the tank controls anymore where you had to like turn, 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 and then walk, 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 walk. Um, if they're going to remake it like totally visually, I would probably be, I would be okay with that. I just hope they keep like the puzzly element stuff mm-hmm. of yeah. that game. Cause that's stuff. I mean, they brought it back in Resident Evil seven. So I, I'm not mm-hmm. even, I can't even say they don't do that anymore, but they got away from that for a while. I just don't want it to be, I don't want it yeah. to be Resident Evil four and five, but with Resident Evil two story. I want, I, I would like it to, if it's more like Resident Evil seven with Resident Evil two story, then I think that could be pretty cool. Um, I'd, I'd be okay with four five or seven. Mm. FYI. They're just so, too action focused. For I like some action. You know, I get bored easily. I know. I know. I know. you do. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, that's happening on Friday and then that's, you know, there's panels and stuff, but that's stuff that I don't think is going to, I don't think there's gonna be much news coming out of it. And I think any of the, Oh, stuff you might think of as PlayStation news, like maybe a death stranding kind of thing is going to happen at the game awards, which happened the day before. 
uh, which, like I said, if you're listening to this, we're, Sam and I are going to predict these awards. So if you're listening to this before, awesome. If you're listening to it <laughs> after the Game Awards, we're probably got a lot of this wrong. So. Oh, no, we're going to get it all right. <laughs> so I'm going to start off here. I'm going to go through all the nominees. We'll go through the nominees and we'll, and we'll, we'll pick our winners um, and, and, and we'll, we'll do that. So the first thing I think I have here is best handheld game. And we've got Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World, Ever Oasis, Monster Hunter Stories, Metroid Samus Returns, and Fire Emblem Echoes, um, which are all on the 3DS. So no no Vita games up in here. Um, uh, I'm going to say Metroid Samus Returns. That's my guess. That was also my guess. Um, right. Mostly because that's the only one I've heard much about. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're both going to go with Metroid. So, uh, best esports team, which of course this is right in our wheelhouse, Sam. We we know all oh of these God. teams backwards and forward. I actually have heard of two of them now because I watched a couple of tournaments. But uh, best esports team: Lunatic High, Team Liquid, Cloud Nine, Faze Clan, and SK Telecom T1. <laughs> well, I've heard of Cloud Nine and Team Liquid, so I'm going to go with one of those. All right, which one are you going to go for? Um. I guess probably Team Liquid because mm. um, in Tulsa there used to be, I don't know if there still is, a strip club called Cloud Nine. So I'll pass on that one. <laughs> All right. I'm also going to go with Team Liquid, mostly because the name is very cool. Um, yeah. uh, this is a good one. Best audio design Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, Super Mario Odyssey, The Legend of Zelda, um, Destiny 2. And Resident Evil 7, Biohazard. It's going to be Hellblade or I'm going to fucking riot. It really FYI. should be Hellblade. For audio design, it should definitely be Hellblade. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, I, I, for me, it's second second to Hellblade would, would be Zelda because Zelda has mm -hmm. some really amazing audio design yeah. um, that makes that world feel really organic and, and, and real. Um, I, I talked about back when I was playing it, you know, when you're climbing like you know siding across a mountain and you have a like an axe or something you can hear the axe scraping against the side of the mountain like that kind of stuff is very mm -hmm. cool but the yeah. sen but the hellblade stuff with the sort of 3d microphone 3d audio stuff is, is really amazing yep yeah um so the games for impact award uh bury me my love hellblade tenuous sacrifice please knock on my door Night on the night in the woods. What remains of Edith Finch and Life is Strange before the storm. If people don't know what Games for Impact is, they did something similar last year. I don't think they called it Games for Impact last year, but it, it's socially conscious games or games that deal with um, topics that are more than just your everyday run of the mill sort of video game storylines. Have to deal with mental illness or with you know same sex relationships or, or a lot of that kind of stuff. You know, grieving, all all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's, this is a really strong category. Um, a lot of it is, very but good contenders. Again, it's Hellblade. Um, for me, for, for most people, I would say if, if you, you know, you know, we want to fight, vote the right way, it's Hellblade. Um, this game has such an impact and it has a very visual impact or not, not, I don't know. You can, you can see it in the world because, um, Ninja Theory, uh, took in all of the um, 
letters that people had written talking about what this game meant to them, what it did for them, how it let them uh, communicate with family and friends in ways they hadn't been able to before. Um, and they put it together in this really emotional, moving uh, video. And it's just, oh, that that's that's the choice for me. So... Yeah, it's a very strong choice. I mean, I, I would not be upset if, if, if that won. I, I will say for Night in the Woods, Night in the Woods has a depiction of anxiety that was something that really connected me with a time early in the year where I was going through some really bad a- anxiety. And it was, it was r- really well done. It made me think about it in a way I'd never thought about it before. Uh, so, but I agree with you. I think Hellblade is the winner. Uh, yeah. on that one uh there's two categories here that we're not going to go over because there's no way we would know there's best student game um which no idea no idea <laughs> what any of them even are sorry I, I students would, i would like to play some of them because it would be, i think it would be a cool thing to play yeah some of them but um there's that one and there's also apparently best chinese game is one of the <laughs> is one of the, yeah. the categories and i guess i missed that when i looked over the categories before because i did not see it um so we're gonna skip over that one too. Um, uh, best mobile game. Uh, just gonna read them out: Super Mario Run, Old Man's Journey, Monument Valley Two, Hidden Folks, and Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, I have only played Super Mario Run and a little bit of Fire Emblem Heroes, so I don't have, I don't really have much opinion on this. My guess is Monument Valley Two, though. That's my guess. Oh, I hadn't, I hadn't even heard of that one. I would have gone with Fire Emblem because I've heard of that, and I heard like Mario Run wasn't that great. So it's, it's not, not at all. Um, best ongoing game. Uh, this is a kind of a services based game, a game that people keep playing year after year. It's, I think it's a cool category to have because it, it allows them to award games for continued sort of excellence year by mm-hmm. year, rather than just always it being new games. And there's some new games on here. Um, but they could ne- they could be nominated next year because there are some older games on here as well. Yep. Uh, best ongoing game: Player Unknowns, Battlegrounds, Grand Theft Auto Online, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, Warframe, Overwatch, and Destiny Two are your nominees. Um, for me, I think I don't think Destiny Two takes it. I think it's just too early for that game, um, and I, they haven't proven yet with Destiny Two that's going to have the legs of, of Destiny One. Yeah. Um, as much as I would love to say player unknowns, it might win just because it's it's such a phenomenon this year. Mm-hmm. But again, it's a game that came out this year. So uh, for me, though it is an ongoing game, it's a game that people can play over and over again. There's no real stopping point to it. For me, I think it's going to end up being Grand Theft Auto Online. That's oh. my that's my guess. Yeah, that's that makes sense. But I still think people voting are going to vote for PUBG. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, that, 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 that's, you're very well could be right. Um, yeah. I have a, Grand Theft Auto, I just, I have, I have a feeling about, I mean, Overwatch, mm-hmm. it could also be Overwatch, but, yeah. uh, but I think it's between PUBG and, and GTA. Um, yeah. Best debut indie game, Cuphead, Slime Rancher, Mr. Shifty, Golf Story, or Hollow Knight? Um, I, I think it's, you actually, Sam, it's your turn to pick first. Oh, I didn't know we were taking turns. Uh, I, in, my, I would... in, my, in my head, I was having us take turns. I didn't say it out loud. <laughs> All right. I, I think it's Cuphead. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, For sure. Yeah. No, phenomenal. I really want to play Hollow Knight really badly. I just have not. I hadn't heard of that one. It's cool. It's like a Metroidvania, but also sort of um, like 
dark soulsy or roguelikey you know so it's like well, that it's, sounds it's a... horrible <laughs> you know, just not your kind of game <laughs> hard games are not my kind of game <laughs> um so best strategy game xcom xcom 2 war of the chosen mario plus rabbits kingdom battle halo wars 2 total war warhammer 2 and tooth and tail are our options um I think it's going to be XCOM 2 War of the Chosen. That's my that's my guess. I would I would go with uh, Mario Rabbids. Also just, a very, a very solid guess. Yeah. Um, best multiplayer game. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, Call of Duty World War 2, Fortnite, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Splatoon 2 and Destiny 2. Um you 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 go first, Sam. Well, I think the winner's going to be PUBG. Yes. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I even even putting like you know the personal of it for the side. Yeah. Um, it's just it, it's the multiplayer like phenomenon of the year. It would be yeah. like it would be like last year Overwatch not winning multiplayer game of the year or something like that, just because yeah. of how popular it, it it is right now. Um, what would you pick though, Sam? If it was you, if it was Sam picking the winner, um, uh, probably Destiny two. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. just because that's I mean I have a lot of fun in Fortnite so I'm leaning towards that one but I feel like Destiny 2 is a better game um, mm. so yep alright best narrative Wolfenstein 2 The New Order New to Colossus sorry Hellblade Senua Sacrifice Horizon Zero Dawn Near Automata and What Remains of Edith Finch this is a heavy hitter category there right are here. so many they're all so good it's yeah. tough those are all potentially talking games, top 10 games of the year in this list yes. <laughs> right here. So that, that's a, that's a big one. Um, for me, that's tough for me. If I'm going to go by the one I was most affected by, I would probably say what remains of Edith Finch. That was the one for me this year that, that, that I, I fell deeply, deeply in love with as far as the, the narrative and, and being engrossed in, in, in the ongoing story of it all. Um, like I personally would would say Horizon Zero Dawn, but I feel like the one that will win might be Wolfenstein. Yeah, you could be right about that, dear. Or Near. I, f- I feel like Near is a big sleeper this year. That's true. That's true. Um, it's a great cut. Ca- this is like that's an awesome category um, yeah. as far as as the hitter, heavy hitters go. There, um, best art direction: Cuphead, Persona Five, Horizon Zero Dawn, The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and Destiny Two. Another crazy heavy hitting category um as far as style goes um sam what do you say i don't even know this one's gonna be so tough like there is no telling what the winner is gonna be but again my vote would be for horizon for best you think so for best art direction that yes interesting i i would say i i don't think destiny wins even though destiny has great art direction i just don't Mm -hmm. i just don't think um, I don't. I think Destiny and Horizon lose out for maybe the same reason, which is the the style isn't as prevalent in in those games. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be Cuphead. Um, yeah. I think the art in Cuphead just it, people are just enamored with it right now, um, which is tough for me to say because I passing up Persona or the Legend of Zelda is very tough for me <laughs> in yeah. art direction. Yeah. Um, like if it, it like when at the beginning of the year I was like oh there's no game that's gonna be more stylish than Persona, 
no way. And mm-hmm. Cuphead might have done that, which is which is nuts. Um, best action game: uh, Cuphead, Wolfenstein 2, The New Order, Prey, Neo, or Destiny 2. It's really weird that Cuphead is in it this is category. It is so weird. That just just doesn't seem right at yeah. all. Um, I don't quite understand it. It doesn't really fit. I mean, it, I guess it is an action because you're jumping and shooting <laughs> most of the time, but it just is not. I don't. It just feels so out of place with these other it games. It really does to me. I don't know what what you would classify it as if not an action game because it's not really a platformer either. Yeah. But, but it's it's just it's weird being here. Um, it feels like maybe they need an arcade section. Yeah, maybe or just yeah, I don't know. It's it's it, maybe some things just don't fit into these categories or these genres That's are just true. outdated as well. I, I think because yeah. um, I like there's action in Prey, but I don't know if I'd call Prey an action game either. You <laughs> That's know, it's, true. it's it's, it's yeah. a weird it's a, it's a weird thing. That's um, a tough one. My my gut says Wolfenstein too. That's my gut. That's what I'm thinking will win as well. Yeah. I think Destiny 2 has a chance in this category. I think this is the category it has the the best chance in. And it's my vote for this one. My vote is probably... eh, It's probably also Destiny 2 as far as action Mm -hmm. game goes. Yeah. Um, When I think of action game. uh, But yes. Best independent game. Cuphead again. Pyre. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Night in the Woods or What Remains of Edith Finch. What are you going with? I mean, I'm guessing... These are so good. I'm guessing I know what you're going with, Sam. <laughs> well, yeah, my vote would be Hellblade, but mm. uh, I think probably Cuphead will win. Yeah, me too. Me too. My my heart is with Night in the Woods, but that would yeah. be my pick. But Cuphead, I think, is going to win as well. Um, another another category that we are very qualified for, best fighting game. Um, Marvel <laughs> vs. Capcom Infinite, Injustice 2, Tekken 7, Nidhogg 2, or ARMS. Um, I think it's Injustice 2. That's my guess. Yeah, I think I would go for that as well. That's what what I would vote for. Um, it feels like it was the best received of any of them mm-hmm. as well. So Tekken well, Seven people like too a lot, but I I feel like Injustice Two is going to be the one there. To be fair, I've I only played um, Injustice Two and Arms, uh, but Injustice Two was a very good game. The way mm-hmm. they developed the characters and gave them all different abilities, it was it was really neat. It was it was something. So did a good job. Yeah. Uh, we can pick this winner, but we're not going to know anything firsthand. But best VR game, Star Trek Bridge Crew, Lone Echo, Echo Arena, Farpoint, Super Hot VR, or Resident Evil 7 Biohazard? I feel like Resident Evil 7 will win by default just because it's the one most people have heard of. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm going with Super Hot VR. That's, okay. the, that's what I think. I, I, that's what I think. Best family game. Sonic Mania, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, Super Mario Odyssey, or Splatoon 2? I think it's Super Mario Odyssey. I agree. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, but I mean, how much Mario can you cram into one category? <laughs> My goodness. Such competition between them. I know. All different kinds of Mario. Mario jumping on things, yeah. Mario shooting a gun, Mario driving a car. Yeah. It's um, crazy. Sonic shit out of luck, just like always. <laughs> Poor Sonic. <laughs> Um, the game award for most anticipated game, uh, and this is actually voted on by fans, uh, God of War, Monster Hunter World, The Last of Us Part Two, Red Red Dead Redemption 2, or Spider-Man. Um, I think it's you first. What do you think is going to win? Oh, geez. Um, 
I, I don't know. I think it's going to be real close between uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 and Last of Us 2. Hmm. But yeah. I yeah. I think Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to be the one. Okay. That, that's my guess. But I, I think you're right. I think those are going to be the top two for, for yeah. sure. Also, that's just a weird category. <laughs> yes, it is. Because it's just like a, it's a chance to get people to vote. So they want more yeah. people to watch. That's the only reason that, that's there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, best studio game director. Um, we've got Machine Games for Wolfenstein 2. Um, it's such a, so weird because like. I don't even remember seeing that category. It's here. I'm looking at it. It's so weird. There's so <laughs> um, many categories. I know. I know. I know. Um, it's weird because they have like the developer and the publisher like split out on some of these, which is weird. So I'm just going to say Machine Game slash Bethesda for Wolfenstein 2, Sony Interactive and Guerrilla Games for Horizon Zero, Do- Horizon Zero Dawn, Guerrilla Games, um, sorry, no, Capcom for Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, Nintendo um, Entertainment uh, for Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Le- and um, Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, so wait, that last one was for Nintendo for both of those? Nintendo games? was nominated twice. <laughs> oh, it's two nominations, not just yeah, one. Yeah, it's two nominations, yeah. Because I feel like Nintendo should win like Best Publisher because they had so many good things coming out. Uh, Agreed. Just like volume and the quality was fantastic. Like yeah. no other uh, studio can compete with, with what they did this year. Um, but when you have to break it out between individual games, I don't even know. I don't even yeah. know how to process that. I think I think Nintendo still wins, and I think it, I think it's for Zelda. I think that's what they okay. end up winning for. Uh, but yeah, I, Nintendo has had one of the best years it's ever had, and that mm-hmm. is a nuts thing to say about a company yep. like Nintendo. Best action adventure game: Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, Horizon Zero Dawn, Super Mario Odyssey, The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and Assassin's Creed Origins. Another thing, Super Mario Odyssey just feels like a weird. That's yeah. It doesn't make sense. Like Zelda, I can see fitting in there, but Mario Odyssey well, yeah, just yes, doesn't yeah. fit. It's so weird. It is very weird. And Zelda more than fits. Zelda created the adventure yes. category. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Zelda wins too. Um, yeah. Not not just even. I mean, personally, probably I'd want it to win this category, but I also just think it. This is where it gets its. It gets its ups, I think. Is yeah, right here. I think it'll win. I would vote for Horizon, obviously, but <laughs> yes. You're going to hear this conversation many times over <laughs> in a couple of weeks when we do Game of the Year. <laughs> um, best score and soundtrack. Another. This is another awesome category because this has been an amazing year mm-hmm. for music and games. Cuphead, Persona 5, Super Mario Odyssey, Nier Automata, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Destiny 2. Um. What's your pick, Sam? What give me give me the one you want to win and then give me the one you think is going to win. Um my pick is near Automata, uh but I think Cuphead's going to win. Mm. So we're predicting a pretty big night for Cuphead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, also I'm just let me say like Persona 5 is such a close second for me cuz yeah. it is so good. It I had to go back and listen uh, cuz I've been playing Persona 5 a lot, so I had to go back and listen to the near soundtrack to just confirm it and I was like, "Nope, yep." This one's a little bit better. So. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, oh my God, it's, a, it's, it's been an amazing year. Like I would, like any of these would may, maybe win in, in another year. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, I think, I agree with you. I think Cuphead's going to win, mm-hmm. um, but I would probably want, I'd probably want Nier to win as well. The music in Nier is, yeah. is really amazing. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I liked it so much. I used it as my theme song for Ladies' Choice. 
FYI. <laughs> um, so uh, we have uh, the Training Gamer Award, which I have no idea how to pick because I only know who like two of these people are. Um, Andrea Renee, Steven Spawn, Clint Lexa, Guy Beam, and Shroud are the, are, are the nominees. I've heard of Shroud. He's like the biggest PUBG streamer out mm-hmm. there. So I'm guessing Shroud. I, I think it's probably going to be Shroud. Uh, Hugh had messaged just the other day or posted in Discord that he, Shroud, was broadcasting with like 110,000 viewers at the time. Mm. So he is super popular. Yeah. Um, but my vote would be for Andrea Renee from What's Good Games and Kind of Funny Games. She's fantastic. So. Do you listen to What's Good Games? I do. I'm, I haven't listened to it yet. I like a lot of those a lot of the hosts. I just have not yeah. got, like dived into it. I was just wondering. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's little, fantastic. How, what, what you thought of it? Cool. Yes. Cool. Definitely do it. Um, like Christine Steimer, I remember from her days at IGN. I really liked her a lot when she was mm-hmm. when she was on IGN. So, uh, cool. Um, best esports game. Another one of our wheelhouse ones: League of Legends, <laughs> Dota Two, Overwatch, Counter Strike, Goblo Offensive, or Rocket League. Um, I'm gonna say Overwatch. Oh guess. really? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. I mean, I I really have no idea what's what's popular with the kids these days in over in esports world because I just I don't know. Counter Strike, Dota, League of Legends. Those are like the three most popular ones. I yeah. mean, those I've heard of, and I mean, Overwatch is getting you know a lot of news because they're starting the Overwatch League. Yeah. And there's a lot of excitement about those teams and stuff. But I just I don't know if that's enough to carry it or if the more the ones that have been around longer. I just I have no idea. Yeah. So. It's probably on a Gibby Dota too. Let's be let's be let's be honest. Um, I don't even know what that is, Bobby. It's a it's a MOBA. <laughs> I, I guess I don't know. It's like League of Legends, but different. I, I don't know what League of Legends is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair. I barely know what these things are either. I just <laughs> I just w- w- listened to a lot of game podcasts and watched yes. a lot of game streams. I've heard in my them life. mentioned a lot. Yeah. Uh, best performance: uh, Laura Bailey from Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, Melina Jurgens from Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. Brian Bloom from Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, Ashley Birch from Horizon Zero Dawn, and Claudia Black from Uncharted, The Lost Legacy. Um, I think Laura Bailey, Claudia Black split that vote. Uh, yeah, that's a good call. It's tough to vote between either one of them. Yeah. Um, they're both amazing, and both of them deserve it, <laughs> uh, for sure. Um, my guess would probably be Ashley Birch. That'd be my guess. That'd be my guess as well. My vote goes with Melina Jurgens for Hellblade. I think, Sam, I think you might like this Hellblade game. I love Hellblade so much, you guys. It's, <laughs> it's fantastic. It's it's right under Horizon for me. It's it's real tough. So. All right. Yeah. Um, best sports racing game of the year. FIFA 18, Project Cars 2, Pro Evolution Soccer 2, Foza... Foza Forza Motorsport 7, Gran Turismo Sport, or MB- NBA 2K18. I've got no earthly idea. My guess is FIFA 18. That's my guess. Oh, I'm going with Pro Evolution Soccer, because that's what Hugh plays. All right. Actually, he plays both, but he preferred Pro Evolution Soccer, at least enough to make a video series for it. So That's true. That's true. Obviously, that's the superior game. <laughs> uh, best esports player, another one on our wheelhouse. We only got two more categories left after this. Uh, Marcelo David, Nikola Kovac fourth place ji hong ryu or kuru salehi takashami all right bobby i'm gonna go with whoever that 
Kovac person is because it sounds a little bit like Suvac, and that sounds like a winner to me. Okay, I like it. I'm going with fourth place because it's not <laughs> a real name. Not? It's just a it's a it's a word. All it's right. a phrase. Um, okay, we're only got two categories left. Best role playing game: Divinity Original Sin Two, Persona Five, Near Automata, Final Fantasy Fifteen. I guess Final Fantasy came out too late last year to be nominated. And South Park: The Fractured But Whole. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Persona Five. Yes, that's what I'm going to say as well. Oh, I maybe feel near, bad though. Well, near is a fantastic game, but I don't feel that the role playing is nearly as strong as it's not. But yeah. I have this feeling like it's they wanted it to win a big award. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe, I mean, know. I guess there's that, but I mean, yeah. if if you're going on based on what should win, yeah. but also I was going to say, uh, Divinity Two Original Sin. Like I've heard such good things about it, and like yeah. I would really like to play it, but I also just don't want to play on my PC. I know it's eventually going to come to PS4, um, but I hear it's fantastic, and I'd like it to get its due if it uh, if it is indeed that great. Yeah, that's the number my number one, like game of shame this year that i'll never play uh i don't mind playing on my pc but it's just it's too big and too long it came out too late for me to sink any time into it um and then we have game of the year uh player unknowns battlegrounds persona 5 horizon zero dawn super mario odyssey and the legend of zelda breath of the wild this is a this is a tough one it's tough one to pick for me like personally just what i want to win and it's Mm -hmm. also tough for what i think is gonna win um well, I so, think it's obvious that it's not tough for me to pick. No, I know it's Horizon, not tough. Yeah. But I I don't know what's going to win overall. It's a uh, it's I, tough. I I think it could it could easily be almost any of them except for Persona. I don't think Persona is going to win know, it. I know. I know that's um, so sad. But I don't think it's that one. <laughs> it's it's a great game, but I don't think it's going to win. Yeah. Um my gut tells me it's between PUBG and Zelda. That's that's my gut telling me like use voter wise. Mm-hmm. I think it's Battlegrounds. I just think the game is too. Ugh. I think it's too much a phenomenon to not win this award. And I'm not even debating yeah. this as far as like so Matt and Kelsey for listening. I'm not debating this as like this is what <laughs> should win our game of the year. I'm just saying I think that how insanely popular it was this year. I can't see it not winning this award. Yeah. Um, but I would like Zelda to win. I'll say that right now. Okay. <laughs> um, just the way it changed Legend of Zelda and all that kind of stuff. I, I, w- I would love for it to win, but w- we'll see. And that's the Game Awards. So yeah, how wrong or right we were, we'll have to, we'll have to find out later on. Um, we should have uh, written down our answers so we could like compare and see who did better. It's true. But now, now Sam, we can both just lie. And just like be like, no, I picked that one. No, yeah, that's what I said. There's no yeah. record that I said otherwise. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you want to go back and listen to the whole podcast and write them all down, you can't no. prove that I did not say that. Exactly. I'm I'm gonna pass on that. So um, yeah. Should we do listener question or should we leave those when we have a bigger crew? I don't know. Do we have a we have a quick easy one? Um. Oh, how about this from Megs? Um, any game that was too scary, creepy that you played that you never went back to? No. No, because you're too tough for that, Sam. <laughs> no, games don't scare me that way. So I I love being scared. If if some game like creeped me out seriously, where I'm like, oh, I can't take it, and like I'd have to take a break and come back, that would be my favorite game of all time. Mm. So there's definitely there's there's a very hard line for me 
where mm-hmm. I like to be a certain amount of scared. But when it gets like past a certain point, I'm just kind of like, nope, I'm good. This is not something <laughs> I want to do anymore. Um, the first Amnesia game, uh, okay, back when it first released, uh, I'm sure I've played m- more games like that now, like the you know like playing Outlast and stuff like that, which are similar ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, that game definitely, I got very scared in in like the first two hours, and then was just like, nope, I'm I'm done with this. Not playing it anymore. Um, so that I think I think Amnesia: The Dark Descent, which I think that's the okay. first one. Is that's the cool. One. I need to yeah. I need to try that. I know I've got the Amnesia games from uh, PS Plus, but I haven't tried them yet. So. Yeah, um, I wonder how they hold up because there's been so many games that have sort of come out of of that mold. Like I think they were one of the first. They were one of the first like, you can't fight anything. You have to hide. Mm-hmm. Type of game. Um, oh, I will say there is a game that I just got too angry about. Well, there have been multiple games that I've gotten too angry about and just stopped mm-hmm. playing. Uh, but Slender the Arrival. Oh, yeah. Um, I was really liking that game because it was creepy. It was neat. I was enjoying it. But I got to this part where you're just supposed to run away from the guy and get to the thing. And I just could never do it. He kept finding me. So I just got too mad and I had to stop, which was disappointing because it was it was a really good, scary game. So Th- Those games where all you can do is hide. I, I, I mm-hmm. like the idea of them. But sometimes I just don't have that much fun playing them. Yes. You know, I, 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 I don't generally think I do, but like I played the first Outlast part of it. I, I never finished it, but I was loving the heck out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, sometimes it surprises you what you think you like and don't like. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I also have a thing with horror games like that, that also you you have to you when you die you have to do the same thing over again oh yeah because i yep. think it takes away the scariness i'm like this mm-hmm. isn't scary anymore now it's like i i might as well be playing a mario level but it's just with a different dressing on it because all it is is like i don't have to go here do this do that do this do this you know so that that always happens to me with those games yeah. um but yeah so uh thanks Megs. we have a couple other questions we'll get to those when people are back here um one of them which is from lucas which says what do you like more comics or games it's starting to start some sort of like war <laughs> between people because um, two fan bases that never get upset at all when you say something they don't like. So <laughs> that will piss off both of them in, in one question. But we'll get to questions like that uh, next time around. Uh, we got a community night coming up, right, Sam? Yes. So December 16th, we're going to be playing Worms Battlegrounds. I hope you guys were responsible and downloaded it for free last month while it was on PS Plus. So it's going to be a lot of fun, you guys. Uh, blowing up worms, accidentally blowing up yourself. It's like there's there's nothing funner. Have you played Worms games in the past, Sam, or is this your first Worms? No, I've, I've played. I have a long history of Worms. Ah, I've, I've okay. played many a Worms in my day. Okay. So, All right, cool. Yeah. I haven't played this one, but uh, yeah. that's cool. So December 16th. I mean, it, it's a Worms game. It's, it's going right, to be what yeah, you no, expect. So. They've been the same since like the N64 <laughs> or whatever. But, yeah, uh, pretty much. Uh, no, I get that. Um, email us, games at TalkingComicBooks.com, um, at Talking underscore Games on Twitter. Uh, you can check us out, um, our, all our videos, YouTube.com slash Talking Games videos. Or if you want to watch us live, Twitch.tv slash Talking Games. Um, we're not doing this live, so that would make no sense for me to say well, what is Cody streaming tonight but um uh t- tomorrow or tonight the game awards are going on he had mentioned he's playing on kind of streaming and 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 sort of reacting as he streamed uh yeah. the game awards and I'm, so, I'm gonna try to be on there with him so all right we'll be all right we'll be so giving our reactions in. letting nobody, you know how nobody. well we did on our predictions 
if I remember what I said tonight. So. Yeah, yeah. Sam's going to lie and just say that she got all these right <laughs> and I got all of them wrong. And that, that will be what it is. That's entirely possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, I'm at Bobby Shortle on Twitter. Sam. I'm at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. So is it okay now that I don't say everyone else's Twitter handle as long as I don't say anybody else's other than R2? Exactly. You don't okay. have to say any of them, but if you say one, you have to say all of them. That's the rule. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. So I'm not going to say any other Twitter <laughs> handles. They're probably in the show notes anyway, so check them out there. Uh, you know, And if you're new to the show and you want to be friends with us on any of the uh, the services, you know, our, our PlayStation Network, anything like that, um, please friend us and just... Put in the message that you're, you know, talking games listener, um, yep. and we'll definitely accept your friend requests. Uh, and the only rule is, don't be an asshole, and then we'll always be friends. <laughs> that's that's a good rule in life, guys. Yes, yeah, yes. It's the it's the primary rule of life, I think. Is just don't yes. be an asshole. Um, so that's the deal. I've only ever had we only ever had to ever once defriend somebody who friended us from the show. Oh, really? We had to do it once. Um, uh but yeah so it's our community is awesome so you know we never really have to do that um but yeah and also i will say this this the the, the little game that i don't talk about at all player unknowns battlegrounds is coming out for the xbox one Mm. yep um on december 12th tuesday uh justin and i are going to try to do a stream that day on launch day if the servers aren't um gone to shit uh, which I'm very worried about uh, yeah. that the servers are going to be on fire um, on Tuesday. But if they aren't uh, around like uh, 6, 6.30 PM Eastern standard time, uh, we, will, we will be doing uh, a stream of player unknowns battlegrounds. And now that's on the Xbox and I have a little more freedom with where I can play it. I'm going to try to get back to doing regular streams of, of that game. So uh, I think that's overall the business though. So I think that's going to do yeah. it for the talking games podcast for this week. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to all of you who are listening. Until next time, be good to one another.